0: I am Agnieszka Wood. Welcome to the Confidence in Trading podcast. Let me introduce my special guest of today's show, Casey Stubbs. Casey is a nine and a half year United States Army veteran and entrepreneur, a leader in his local church, a successful business owner, and a trader. In 2009, Casey launched his first trading business, Winner's Edge Trading, which generated over 6 million in revenue. He then went on to launch several other successful brands, including Trading Strategy Guides, Learn to Trade for Profit, Finance and Markets, Price Action, and Income. Casey is also the author of the Ultimate Harmonic Pattern Strategy book, The Most Accurate Harmonic Patterns and How to Trade Them. I met Casey a few years ago when I had the honor to be invited as a guest to his very own How to Trade podcast. We have kept in touch since and Casey has been supporting me greatly throughout my development of a head coach which I am incredibly grateful for. I invited Casey to my podcast not just because he has achieved all these great things and has a wealth of knowledge that all traders can benefit from but also because he's a married man and a father of nine and he has managed to find a way to combine trading and providing for the family. And I am very excited to talk with Casey about it today because that is something that creates a huge pressure for many traders. Welcome to episode number eight, the family factor, how it impacts your trading. Hi Casey, welcome to my podcast and thank you for being open to share your experience in this rather private field.
1: Hi, Agnieszka. Thank you so much for having me. Quite an honor to be on the show. Really excited to be here today.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Casey, could you tell us a little bit more about your trading journey? How did it start and how is it developing?
1: Okay, so I have a really cool story about trading and I'm really fortunate. Uh, So I started out as a kid really being interested in computers. So I grew up in the 80s and computers were really new. And my Aunt Mary, uh, she worked at Intel, which they make computer chips. And so she would be bringing home computers, like parts, computer parts, and she would get extra parts that they would like not need anymore, they would be throwing away or whatever. And so we'd put the computers together. And um, she showed me how to do all that. So that created a great Interest for me in technology. Me and my brothers, actually, we all were really interested in computers. Well, it was fun. It was just so much fun. And it was, I didn't realize it at the time because it was fun for me because we were playing games and we were putting stuff together. But I didn't realize that the computer generation, I had no idea that the future was the computers. I didn't know that my aunt was giving me an interest that was aligned with great future skills and growth. So I was getting a skill and I didn't even know it which is kind of a good way to trick a kid into getting high value skills.
0: <laughs> totally, totally. What the timing.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and so uh, it turned out that um, my dad was involved in stock market and I didn't really know that. He was a, a mechanic, very hardworking guy, but he would be putting extra money that he made into the stock market. And so uh, when I was in high school, the stock market started to get online trading in the early 90s. And he didn't know how to use a computer. They didn't have computers when he was a kid. And so he's like, hey, uh, I need to set up my stocks, but I don't know how to use a computer. So I would help him. I got him set up. I got the computer running, hooked up the stock programs for him. And then in the process, I was like, what is this stock trading? This thing is amazing. I'm like, blown away. Like in my mind, I'm an instant millionaire as a teenager, like so excited about picking stocks.
0: Wow, that is incredible. So at what age did you actually start trading?
1: So I practiced a little bit with my dad. And then when I got out of high school, I didn't want to go to college. So I joined the army. And uh, in the army, I made $800 a month. That was in 1996. That's in today's money. That's not a whole lot of money.
0: No, that's not. Was it at
1: that time? (laughs) Not really, but as a 19 year old kid and they army, they pay for all your stuff. Right. And so I remembered, I don't know how, but I remembered that I was interested in trading. So with my very early on, I got an army bonus because they paid me a bonus because I picked a combat field that didn't get a lot of, Uh, a lot of volunteers. So they paid me a $5,000 bonus. And so I took that money and I put all of it into trading accounts. And so I was stationed over in Germany and I'd take, I don't know how much I'd take, but most of my paycheck every time went right into my stock account. And so four years later, by the time I got out, I had over $30,000 in stocks and it was a great time to be in. I wasn't really trading, but it was a great time. Because it was a big run-up from 1996 that there was the what they called the dot-com bubble. And so I bought a, some tech stocks. I bought Intel and I bought Cisco Systems, which was a really big one at the time. And I just made a massive return uh, from a very small amount of just whatever I put in every week.
0: That is a great start. But how did you feel about it? Did you consider it something that you were lucky to make that money or you thought, okay, this is how the stock market works. This is how it's going to be from now on. I'll be just always making money in the stock market.
1: It's funny because as such a young person, I still didn't really have a clue as to what was going on. I mean, I was really just very fortunate and I didn't realize it. And I got even more fortunate. And so if you're listening to this and you think, Oh, it's all your good fortune. No, 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 no. It, it, I, I, I had I fell on my face many times. I got a good start, which helped because it got me interested. It kept the spark going because I'm like, oh, if I can do this once, I can do it again. But I got out in 2000 and I got out almost at the top of, that's when I got out of the army, but I got out of the market at the same time because I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to take this money and I'm going to roll it into a business. So I took I sold everything and I started my own business, which was a carpet cleaning business. And the reason I did carpet cleaning was because I was, my first job out of the army was a carpet cleaner. And I saw my boss would show up at eight o'clock in the morning, give us the jobs, and then he didn't do anything else all day. And so I'm thinking, oh, I got to, I want to be like this guy. I want to do nothing all day. And and I would bring him home like $500 uh, from all day when I didn't do it. you know, I made like 50 and he made 500. I'm like, wait a second, I wanna do what he's doing. So I sold all my stocks and I bought this carpet cleaning franchise. Um, And that didn't end well at all. I totally crashed that into the ground for a lot of reasons, just immaturity, not knowing how to run a business, uh, personal problems, just a lot of things that happened. Um, And so then at that point, I decided to get back into the market.
0: To make the money back? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, to try to get it back, to build a foundation. I, I've had many ups and downs, you know, I've had many ups and downs. And um, so that's basically how I got started. And I really started my love of trading.
0: And uh, was there a, a point where you followed a trading education or was it something that you have actually just just taught yourself how to trade? Uh,
1: so I I love learning. And so I would read a lot of books. I love reading. I, I mean, I read probably one book a week on average, and I have for years and years and years. And so I mix it up between trading books, history. Um,
0: wow. Other you have things. to give me the secret. Where, when do you find time for that?
1: <laughs> well, here's the secret. I call it reading, but listening is the new reading. So I have a, I drive to work, I listen to books and I put them on 2X Gotcha. because it gets them done faster.
0: That's smart. Wow. (laughs) I'm going to try that.
1: (laughs) You know, when you first start, it's like, oh, this is too fast. But after you do it for a while, your brain gets used to the speed. I
0: bet. Oh, you know, I never really considered that. Yeah, that's.
1: See you work from home though a lot of people i know nowadays are working from home i have nine kids and so i could not have an office at home that they would know about it would have to be underground hidden and so i work in an office it's about a 30 minute drive to work
0: which is a nice nice way to spend with you know the, the time for yourself right and for for the books yeah i'm i'm much more a, a paper person so i really like the physical books i still keep buying physical books you know <laughs> i
1: like real books i just it's the problem of time i don't have yes. time to read yes. them i read yes. very few real books now
0: yes i know that's uh that's why i was asking about your secret but now i know it i'll, I'll <laughs> <to> do that <laughs> all right so um so you basically learn from from books to trade right and was there uh, any point where you thought okay i'm gonna transition my trading to trade for a living because you see many traders want to trade for a living and they cannot make trading work because of the pressure of having to provide for their family like at what point um those two met in your life like that you started a family and what was your trading looking like at that point
1: Okay. So this is a very important question. This is very important. And I have a great answer to this and I have a couple key steps I think that anybody can follow. So the first thing is make sure you're making money somewhere else, right? You've got to be making money somewhere else um, because it's it's just like you said, it's total pressure. It's lots of pressure. Uh, To do that. And so uh, the way that I did it was I was working in construction and I had a very young family just starting out. So this was in 2008. So I only had four kids at that time. So pretty early, pretty early. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so they were little too. They were all little. And I was working in construction. And in 2008, we had a real economic slowdown, right? The market went down pretty significantly.
0: Were you trading at that time as well?
1: No, no. I had some stocks. I had a stock account uh, because I was, I've always put money in just, that was the early thing that I learned from the army. Take money and this is, everybody should be doing this. You want to take off, you got to have a margin, right? There's got to be a margin in your life, which means, there's, you have to be spending less money than what you're making. And even if your bills are maxed out and you can't afford certain things, or even if you're not paying certain things, <laughs> take that money out and put it somewhere that can return money. It doesn't have to be trading, but it could be trading, it could be investing, it could be dividends, it could be real estate. It doesn't matter. Take that money out. Whatever you pick a number, all right? Pick a number. I, one of the, I guess, a great way to say is just take 10% and put that aside. You can live on 90%, right? And doesn't, I'm being 100% truthful, it doesn't matter how bad things are, you can always take that 10% off and do it before anything else happens.
0: Yeah. And even the, I have been in situations when things were bad and there is always this, you know, you can always live without something.
1: Right. Here's one thing I tell people, and I'm not even really getting to my story yet, but I always tell people, look, trading's not get rich quick. And it's, see, the problem, here's why I think most people fail. And I'm not going to blame the advertisements or the marketers. It's a mindset thing. And maybe the marketers have something to do with it. You see a commercial that says make a million dollars trading. But people are trying, they're in financial pain. And it doesn't matter if the economy's good or the economy's bad, there are people that are in financial pain, and so they come to trading to try to solve that financial pain, okay? And that is not ever, 100% of the time, that's never going to work, because you're treating trading as a lottery ticket, right? You're going to go in there, you're going to start trading, and now your financial pain is going to go away, and that's not, not the case. You, there's a problem you need to solve, right? A financial problem And it's all about managing your money, okay? And yes, it's hard to make money right now. The jobs do not pay a lot. It's kind of what we just talked about. They don't pay a lot, but you can take, you got to learn to take that 10% off and start investing it, right? Because if you can't manage your own personal finances, you're not going to be able to manage your trades. It's a fundamental skill that you need to manage, which is managing money, being able to have a margin. You got to have a margin in your trading, you got to have a margin in your personal life. And the market is not a casino. If you go into it, you're going to get destroyed and your mar- your personal pain that you're experience is going to get worse.
0: Right. And you know, a lot of traders go into the market and instead of creating the margin, they trade on margin, which
1: is a terrible idea. Right, right cuz then <laughs> the pain is even worse. Right? Yeah. So so yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the market stock market or trading is is not uh, an advil pill that is going to take your, you know, pain away. It's it actually will worsen the condition, the reason why you have pain in the first place.
1: It's like putting your problem and putting it on 10x. It t- 10x is your problem. So if you want to hit ground zero faster, <laughs> then there you go. You know, right. there's that point where you break, that breaking point which I think many of us have been through i've been through a couple of times yeah definitely. Uh, yeah. to me that's the best way to, to to change Is just basically fall on your face really hard
0: yeah i mean and then,
1: then willing to change, willing to, change. <laughs>
0: willing to learn from from those falls right yeah back to your story so when you had four kids and you were trading you you had you were working as a actually for the for the construction company have you ever considered going full-time trading
1: uh y- I was just so into investing and putting my money in the market. I have always done that. And so that's just something that I paid attention to. I was always looking for stocks. So, what actually happened to get me into trading was that I ended up losing my job. Okay. And so the economy was bad. I was building houses and construction, and there was just, I was laid off and there was no work. I applied everywhere.
0: Similar story for a lot of traders because of COVID, right? So I'm sure a lot of people are listening very carefully right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and so then I was like, okay, well, maybe I need to figure out something else. And so I started to research and I realized that I had a skill set. Uh, with the markets and understanding the markets, and I also had that skill set that I talked about, which was computers, and I was pretty tech savvy and I understood the internet. And so, while I started to trade, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to start a website as well, and I'm going to see if I can generate some revenue from the web. Uh, and so I was, I started a website. It, the name of it was called Winter's Edge Trading and I was documenting my trading activity. I was kind of going through a process where, hey, look, I'm trading. I'm trying to create some side revenue trading. And so I, I started a website. And so what, that, it, what happened was that the website started to take off. I was trading and I wasn't really very good because um, I made a lot of mistakes. And um, I wasn't making money, but I was making money from the website, right? So the website was giving me side revenue, which is why I tell people, get money coming in and keep that money coming in, right? Until you're ready to make that switch, or you don't ever have to if you don't want to, or you could switch from something that you enjoy more. Uh, Because I do like working, you know, I'm, I'm, I like trading, I like working, I want to Create multiple streams of revenue, uh, so that's really important and so here's a a little thing that I always find is really interesting. I found this article online uh, and it's called "How to Make a Thousand Dollars a Month online and so I found that article and i it was really long and in depth, and this is kind of the education I just followed it step by step, everything that article told me to do and um from there i learned how to make 1000 dollars a month online from my website and as i was continuing to trade then i was making money trading and making money from my website and so the thing is nowadays nowadays there's not really it's a lot harder right yeah. i was at the perfect timing Start a website. So now I wouldn't tell you, like, go out and start a website. Everyone has a website. Because <laughs> the market's saturated. It's saturated. I wouldn't even tell you to start a YouTube channel because everybody's on YouTube. And so one good thing that's happened nowadays uh, that I have been really working hard to get traders involved in is prop trading, mm-hmm. which means that you can pay for a practice test on a prop firm. And so, for example, I recently launched a prop firm and it's called Global Prop Trader. Nice. And so if you go in and you pay $250 and you pass the test, you get access to $25,000 in funds, right? And so so that's a way to start generating revenue a little bit faster, but you still have to start very small. You have to learn how to be successful with a little bit. And I've been talking a lot, so I'll let you interrupt, but I would just add one little thing.
0: Do you also teach then how to trade? So imagine if someone like doesn't is not really good at trading or not not trading at all yet. Is is this the way you would recommend to learn trading?
1: Well, yeah. So the 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 biggest thing with trading in my mind is you're the mindset coach and so you're big on mindset. So mindset's gotta be. Really important. We talked about the casino mindset. Don't look at the market as a casino. The next step is plan your trading journey. Right. Realize that you're going to go from step one, two, three, and four, and it's a it's a process. It's a trading process. It's a learning process. It's a a phase that you have to change your mindset. You have to you have to grow discipline. There's just so many things that you have to change as a person. Uh, So you have to plan that journey. And So taking the test is probably like the last step. Yeah. You don't want to do that early, uh, and so consistency is another big one. Start small, and you know don't worry about making certain amount of money. Yeah, your goal might be a thousand dollars a month to start, but don't worry about that. Worry about making a dollar. If you can make a dollar a day or whatever consistently, then you can worry about making two dollars. But Yeah, It's a lot easier to learn to make that dollar than it is with these big numbers. Yeah,
0: and I think indeed that starts all with the mindset, like how do you step in there? Like if you want to make a big amount of money quick, then you will always rush it, right? But what's the rush? Well, the rush is if people don't make money next to trading, they they are in a hurry because they they have the need that has to be fulfilled. But the... um, You know, I I always say to my students, the need is always there whether you make money or you don't make money trading or with your business because everyone has a need to pay the bills, right? The need is always there. The thing is like, how do you perform despite the need? Because if you say, you know, I'm stressed because I need to make money. Yeah, everyone needs to make money because we need money to live. That's very normal, but you have to learn how to deal with that pressure. And then, when you have a family, which now you have bigger family than than just four, right? Did you? Um, so you basically, what I hear you saying is, you have always kept an extra income next to, so you had multiple sources of income, basically to be able to to trade without the pressure, right?
1: Uh, yes, and that. I- Trading without pressure, I think, is important. Um, and, and in life in general, like that's why another reason why that 10% is so important is because of margin, because nothing moves in a straight line. It's always like up and down, right? And so you need to be able to withstand the downs, because if it comes down, and you start feeling squeezed, and your emotions start kicking in, that's when you're going to start making a lot of mistakes. And so I really appreciated that you just said in a hurry and I don't know if I can get people to believe me when I tell them that. So, I want to know if you have found a way to get people to actually believe you when you tell them that they're in too much of a hurry and what's your secret on it.
0: Well, I think the the key here is what I help them to to disconnect from is to understand to to help them understand what is their hurry, what is the the real need that they have. And once you realize everyone has the need, but what really makes you having pressure is something else that they need. It's all the things that people put in their head. So I try to listen very carefully what they what they say to me because people people will tell you literally with their words what's in their head, right? So usually it's about them making it, if you will. They just want to be successful. They just want to finally, after all this struggle, they just want to finally be done with that pressure. It's not even about the money, right? And that is where that hurry comes from, because there is this idea of one day, that is gonna come and then after that day when I made it, everything will be beautiful in my life and I will never have problems and, and my trading will be fantastic. I'll be making money every day. This day does not exist. So don't hurry. Don't hurry. There, there, there is nowhere to hurry too, because it's day-to-day process. Just like when you work for a boss, when you work for your own company or trading, you go in and every day you put in effort next day you do the same thing and the day after and the day after it's not that you know when you when you have a job you think oh i have to hurry because one day finally i the job is over no there will be always something to do so even when you are trading that you will always learn you will always have that pressure because it's a high pressure environment. And what you need to learn is to release that pressure, release that need of I need the desperation. I think it's a lot about being desperate. And we know that if you're desperate, you will never get a good deal, right? <laughs> you will like I compare it, I like to compare it when you when you need a car and you go to a dealership. They will smell it. If you're desperate, you will not (laughs) get a good deal. So don't be desperate. Don't be desperate in the market. They they
1: know. (laughs) They know. Yeah. The market knows when you're desperate. Exactly. The market knows. Man, that's really good. Thanks. That's really good because, um, that's my man. I'm always in a hurry and well, not always, I'm getting a lot better, but that's been very difficult for me. And, uh, so my son, he's uh, 16 and he doesn't have any needs, right? I mean, I take care of all of his stuff and he has a job too and he makes money. Uh, and yet he's in a huge hurry. He's 16 and he's, he's just like, I gotta do this. Like he's 16 and he's like, I need to start this business and I need to make all this money and I need to do this. I'm like, why? He, that, yeah I, so this is some good i need to talk to him about this i don't know like when i tell him he doesn't he doesn't necessarily l- listen to me because he's very young but it's like you're not you don't need to be in a hurry he's like yes i do i need it now but it's that same he he feels like he needs to make it he needs to do something great that's what it is yeah
0: so now the question is okay so where do you need to get to where where do you want to get to where, what you, like what's the hurry okay and now you're there and now what yeah yeah. So now now you are there. What do you think happens? Do you think life stops or what do you think you you ready and then what you'll be sitting on yeah, the Yeah, and then you're the miserable
1: anyways. Like,
0: <laughs> I know. I know. You know it's really funny that you said it because some of my students they actually their, their whole idea was to uh to trade just maybe three times a week, right? Just three trades a week. And then they got all this time on their hands. Now they're doing it. And then there is the next problem popping up. What do I do with all my time?
1: Right. Yeah. Well, that's, I try to talk to people about that on the front end, right? I talk to that on the front end because before you start trading, you need to have a purpose, right? A purpose is really important. And that's why, you know, I like working. You know, I'm trying, okay, I want to teach people to trade. I'm I'm gonna make some trades and then I'm gonna work on creating content. I want to help people learn to trade. Absolutely. I want to help them accomplish their dreams. Yes.
0: Because you know, like I, I uh, work with my students on defining a mission and, and their vision for life because it, it's not like okay, you can have some goals, but then you achieve it and then what 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 is there, what else is there, right? And that when you have something that's bigger than yourself, that's really where your efforts matter. And that's also what will push you through those difficult moments when things are not going that great or when it's difficult to be consistent. I run this challenge uh, in April with my students um, of, uh, you know, everyone picked their habits. We have like an app that tracks that. And um, there is an award if you have 80 or over percent of the habits that um, that you actually, you you are able to stick to. So consistency, right? It's not easy, especially if you, you know, if you really work on this consistency. For many people, trading is impossible because they cannot be consistent in their life. So having your own business, which you have a lot of experience in and being a trader has a lot of things in common, right? One of them is that uncertainty of income because you just never know what will come in, especially at the beginning, whether you begin your business or whether you begin trading. And to bring money in consistently, you really have to keep putting your effort consistently, just like with those habits. And even then there are no really guarantees because you don't control other people, right? You only control yourself. So what was your way to deal with that uncertainty? And that, um, you know, that, does that pressure that this uncertainty causes ever go away because now you have a big family, you're running business and you, you have run multiple businesses, does this pressure ever go away?
1: Um, wow. I would say that no, no, there's always a responsibility when you're, when you have responsibility, uh, then that creates extra pressure. But I, I honestly think it's a good thing. Like, so I have people work for me and, uh, I like to hire young people. And so whenever they get married and they have a kid, I get really excited because now I know that they're a lot more responsible than they were before. Right. Right. Now they have to actually show up to work. It does like before, you know what, if they took a few days off, no big deal, but now they have to be there. There's something about something about responsibility that, you know, when people are counting on you, that really helps uh, keep you focused.
0: That is so beautiful. It's actually a great perspective because like from trading perspective, that could be instead of. A pressure builder could be a motivator for people i have to stick to my roads because i have a responsibility towards my family right seeing it from the positive perspective actually having this responsibility helps me to stay disciplined instead of oh my god all this responsibility on my head i have to make money quick so let me just throw some money into this stock because it's moving like crazy
1: yeah i look at my life as kind of like when you think about the gym you know, like as a business person and as a trader, I have a certain level of capacity, right? Capacity is the amount of a load that I can personally carry, whether that's responsibilities, whether that's uh, how much money I can handle. All of those different things are in my bucket, right? What I can carry in my bucket. And so as a human being, I want to work on increasing my capacity. And the only way to increase your capacity is to push the limits, right? If you're not going to push the limits, if you're not going to go through the pain, they, some people say it's getting out of your comfort zone, but getting out of your comfort zone, pushing the limits, doing things you've never done before and cannot giving up, that's how you increase your capacity.
0: Wow. I just got goosebumps. This is just like gold people. You got to write this down. Seriously. This is, this is fantastic. This is a great way to see that because that pre- that that getting out of comfort zone that pressure that we are you know experiencing uh, in life or in the market this is what uh, always causes the re- resistance right something we we try to avoid but the way you bring it it's actually a very positive thing and instead of getting scared of it and try to run away from it and fight it lean into it, and let it help you to be able to to carry more. That's so beautiful.
1: Wow. Well, thanks. Yeah, that's how you change, you know, and I think we go from mindset, you're, we don't see that going in. And so we if we embrace it, we have the mindset, oh, this is changing me. Yes, this is uncomfortable. But if I believe, I have faith. I think faith's a really important part. I'm always trusting God with my life. You know, like okay, I'm gonna come out okay through this. Yes,
0: yes, that's my yoga teacher uh, would say. What you resist, persist. What you embrace, passes with grace. <laughs> he always like that.
1: <laughs> embrace, yeah, yeah, that's Can't true.
0: Believe. Yeah. So um, is there anything else that you would like to tell to our listeners that could help them to relieve the pressure of responsibility to provide for their family?
1: Uh, well, I think we covered most of it. I mean, getting a good education will help, but just not giving up. And, and I would also say get help. Get help. Find a friend. Finding a real friend in life is really hard because you're embarrassed. Like, oh, man, I don't want to tell Agnieszka about all these problems. Like, she thinks I'm a cool person. I don't want to tell her about this. Like, how could I how could I do that? But, you know, a real friend is not going to uh, point the finger or say, well, you know what? You made this mistake. You made that mistake. They're just going to help you. They're like, "Okay, well, you know, you're doing okay, keep going, right, or maybe you could try this, you know, just getting somebody in your life, right, I have, I I have, so that's a, that's a big secret, I have a lot of good people in my life, people that, that support me, people that have a lot more experience than me, people that I can share things with, like, I just do life with people, I don't do life alone, I get experience people that really care about me in my life
0: that's beautiful that is beautiful and uh i think that also helps to create a sort of uh, softness also towards yourself because we tend to be very hard on ourselves especially ambitious people and most people who get into trading are very ambitious and um i always recommend to treat yourself like you would a good friend, become your best friend as well. Because if you can be your own friend instead of you know putting yourself down all the time and, and calling yourself words when things don't go right, uh, that will help you so much, knowing that you, know, you actually have an ally in you, right? Because it will be also easier, just like to a good friend, it will be easier for yourself to admit that you're wrong. And in trading, trying to be right and proving yourself right, you know, it's a a big issue, right? So being your own friend helps you in a lot of different uh, different areas in in trading and then plus having great people around you to support you. That's uh, yeah, that's the key.
1: Yeah, it can be hard to learn to be a friend to yourself. Uh, Like you said, ambitious people like, oh, my goodness, look at all of the mistakes I made at this whole thing. Like, so I always tell people, don't blame other people. Cause that's a disaster that will never work. Don't ever blame anybody. But then again, blaming yourself doesn't work either because yeah, sure. You made the mistakes. Yeah. It's your fault. Yeah. You're a total loser and a total failure. Yes. That's all true. <laughs> but if you keep, if you say that stuff about yourself, you're, you're going to dwell on it. Right. Instead. I am just like, I practice, uh, you know, I tr- if I thought pops in, I get it out. I replace it. I do thought replacement. Oh, you're a loser. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to persevere. I'm going to change my behavior. I'm going to do something different. Yes, this circumstance isn't good, but I'm going to push through. Right. Um, I try to be a good friend of myself. You got to learn how to do that. That's a skill.
0: That is definitely a skill. And uh, that's one of the skills that, that I teach uh, because, you know, we have about 70,000 thoughts a day and there's a lot to manage, and we definitely don't have to believe all of them. Um, most of them not, uh, and <laughs> they are simply not helping us, and definitely being aware of that process. And I know that in, uh, in general we call this mindfulness. I do like to call it mind awareness, rather, because when your mind is full, that nothing good comes from it. I take words very literally. <laughs>
1: That's a great idea. I think words are important.
0: Yes, yeah. totally. Especially yeah. the words that we tell yeah, ourselves. Yeah, and mindful.
1: I never thought of that. See, I'm learning yeah. a lot. Like, I a lot of times forget things because as I, you know, I talked about capacity. I'm trying to do 50 million things. And so sometimes I forget the most basic stuff. Right.
0: And, you know, uh, the the mind awareness really helps you to to be in the moment because this is really where where you know, all these other problems disappear. To be in the moment and dealing with something right now. Not something that might happen in the future because 90% of those things are not going to happen that we are afraid of. Things that happened in the past already happened, so it doesn't make sense to dwell on those two. Uh, blame doesn't really help anyone. Should, have doesn't help anything. Uh, so yeah, when you when you can focus on what is happening right now and really enjoy that process. That is something that I strive to personally to be there all the time with all the hundred thousand things that I'm, you know, with ideas and trying to do, to bring them to life. Uh, sometimes it's, uh, it's pretty challenging, um, because I am in general, you know, very, um, like a person with a lot of different ideas and, and, if I could, I would start working on them all at the same time immediately. So trading is is a, is a sort of meditative experience at this point for me where I can actually focus on one thing. And I think that is something that a lot of people could strive towards because that will help you also experience life instead of rushing to some place in the future, forgetting to live.
1: That's good. That's good. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much, Casey. Um, th- this was a great conversation. I-, I really enjoyed it and thank you so much for sharing all this uh, you know insights that from from your experience, which is absolutely captivating and inspiring story. we know each other for, for several years, but I had no idea of a lot of them. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. I really enjoyed that. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode, and I hope it will help traders who are listening to gain some new perspectives and to understand that making the transition to trade for a living is always a decision about being able to handle the uncertainty and and the load and the pressure and do everything to, like Casey said, increase your capacity and making sure that you don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? To let go of the worry and and focus on your effort. Um, Instead of focusing on on the result, focusing on the process and not rushing into anything, but just being grateful for what you have right now. And if you have a job that is paying you your bills, don't, you know, don't try to quit it as soon as possible. Make sure that you have something instead or next to it so that you, you don't create unnecessary pressure. And let this transition happen organically. An attitude of gratitude, I think, is, is really key here. Thank you for listening to the Confidence in Trading podcast. If you enjoy my show, please review it and rate it on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe so you can come back for a real-life conversation in the next episode. Until then, this is Agnieszka Wood from Ahead Coach. And don't forget, you too can realize your dream without losing yourself and your confidence in the process.